Hello, welcome back to I was thinking about this, a podcast dedicated to helping listeners feel less alone by bringing up topics related to our daily life, relatable stories, and sharing some insight. I want you to feel seen, heard, and validated in your thoughts and feelings. Join us on this journey of self-discovery and become the most authentic version of yourself. Hello, I have a special guest star uh, today joining us. Uh, Her name is Helen. Helen is uh, someone who's been really developing herself um, and working really hard. Without further ado, I will introduce Helen to everyone here. Okay, so Helen. Hello, Helen. Hello, Hello Nadira. Hello, Scott. Really nice to be here with everyone today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I think it's more like my pleasure to be able to talk here in this yes. channel. Nadira's channel. <laughs> um, so I think uh, when I met Nadira, it was a very, how to say, like uncommon um, meeting? way or mm-hmm. uncommon meeting, right? Yeah. So the first time we met was actually a, on a virtual meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Nadira was my client from Indonesia. And I was um I'm I'm still um handling Indonesian client as of now, so she is still my client. And then when we met in person, I think we felt the spark in us. <laughs> Don't, you? <laughs> Don't you? Don't yes, you feel? Yes, I did. We the spark. So yeah. Uh, so now we we are quite close. Quite close friends. Yeah. True. True. Mm. true. So Helen is basically uh, working uh, at Google. Uh, Pod Squad. Uh, Helen is an app growth manager in Google. Uh, she basically manage uh, app first businesses covering Southeast Asia market. Uh, she was born and raised in Jakarta. Uh, moved to Singapore when she was eighteen for undergrad studies in business analytics in Nanyang Business School. Kita bisa bayangin ya Nanyang Business School. It's a uh, like it's a very limited. Accepted, accepted in the in, in the university. So Helen has five years working experience. Uh, she worked previously in Shopee. Now she work in Google. So as we know, Shopee, Google, those are big brands. Of course, kita nggak bisa bayangin betapa sibuknya Helen juggling work and life. So uh, in this podcast, we will be discussing bagaimana Helen. Um, juggling be- uh, and balancing between personal and work life. So we're basically talking about work-life balance. Um, in Shopee, Helen uh, handling the digital marketing part. So it's a very demanding job. Uh, she taught me that almost no work-life balance there, uh, long working hours. Mm. And she was also very young when she was in Shopee and doesn't really know about boundaries. We will talk about boundaries in this podcast uh, and then she moved to Google in mid 2022 uh, and then uh, all the interview until acceptance process is quite smooth of course she's very smart and 
and it's a complete different scale needed uh, in in terms of the job. So we would like to know more, Nihalan, Kaya. How do you shift your title and how do you shift your basically day-to-day -day task from the digital marketing into client-facing job? Gimana tuh? Boleh diceritain nggak? Hmm, yeah. Um, I think before I answer the question, I want to clarify one thing first. Huh? I think Nadira painted painted a very nice and like perfect picture of me, but <laughs> I'm far away from there. I'm 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 not the smartest kid in the kid in the class. Like I'm far away from the smartest kid in the class. I don't even have like any, you know, kayak apa uh, anak anak pinter di Indo kan hmm. biasanya ikut Olimpiade or menang lomba ini menang lomba itu. No, I've never been that kid in that gang of kids. But yeah, I think um, I have other strengths in me that can help me, that has helped me to um, reach my stage now. Um, regarding the questions on the shift in terms of my job from Shopee to Google, definitely it was a new challenge for me because the nature of the work is very different. Mm -hmm. When I was in Shopee, um all the work is very internal um how to say like we don't even face other um people outside the organization even for internal uh, cross functional work it's very limited like we only work with our own team oh. so roku di shopee dulu itu um digital marketing specialist right so what we do is basically um, make sure that we have a pool of budget and make sure that we are spending the budget in the most optimal way or the most cost-effective way for Shopee to get um, the most, um, for example, any goals that the mm. management has, like uh, new user or downloads or purchases, those kind of stuff. So I was handling Google channel, Facebook channel, and TikTok at that point of time. So there um, I learned really a lot about the technicalities of um, online campaigns. And mm -hmm. I think that's how I learned about Google products as well. Mm, that's okay. why um, that that's actually the, um, the trans transferable knowledge that mm -hmm. I learned in Shopee to Google. So I think that's really helped me when I shift to Google to the new role because I already know the basics of the product knowledge. Mm -hmm. And the challenge for me was, and also still the challenge for me is to um, better communicate with external parties because now mm -hmm. I'm handling like 55 clients wow. every quarter. Wow. Yeah, and, and I think yes, and, and also um like what you what Nadira mentioned about how do you um prioritize your time because definitely you don't have time for everyone, like 55 <laughs> clients, right? Or 55 so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's where the prioritization comes in place. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's in terms of skill set, it's really, really different. 
yeah mm-hmm. it's more of the soft skill like um the challenge in google is more on the soft skill um communication presentation and also stakeholder management internally as well because we have cross functional teams and we collaborate all the time with them oh interesting interesting soft skill and hard skill um yeah well anyway like to to respond your disclaimer about the smartest people in the room <laughs> to me like to me, even to go to nanyang and then you work in shopping google to me that's like like super impressive i mean even though you're not really in the gang of Olymp- olympiad <laughs> it's still very impressive so congratulations on you on that <laughs> yeah um thank you thank you thank you for the compliment <laughs> i will never yeah. i don't uh, reject compliments but yeah <laughs> i think um let me think um maybe what i want to share as well right Mm-hmm. Um, you can p- kalian kalian ngerasa nggak sih kalau ada orang-orang tuh yang pinternya dari lahir, jadi mereka IQ-nya tinggi, bisa ngafal cepet kayak yes. so that that example is actually my brother. So my brother itu dari kecil dari SD pasti ranking satu terus, terus nggak perlu belajar, dengerin mm-hmm. aja di sekolah, nggak wow. perlu pulang, nggak perlu belajar. Tapi ulangannya dapat bagus terus. And that's not me at all. Then, I think what makes the difference here, especially when you are already starting to go to, uh, like, career world, mm-hmm. right, is actually mm-hmm. the perseverance. Whether you have the grit to work yeah. towards what you want to be. Yeah. And also, um, it's also about the EQ as well. Because once you get into the career world, especially in the bigger companies, um, you have to pick your battle and yeah. strategize. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think when, when we're talking about like greed, EQ, um, or like was born just really smart, I think it's, it's, it's the matter of how greedy you are to learn mm. and yeah and and gimana caranya apa ya mengembangkan apa yang udah dimengerti untuk menjadi kayak i don't know be, be the expert on that thing tapi ketika kita fail ketika kita facing uh, failure itu gimana cara kita nanggepinnya that's what that's what eq uh, plays the role kan yes. i think yes. when it comes about soft skill and hard skill Tadi kalau kalau kita mau lanjutin lagi ya hard skill and soft skill, I think that's one thing yang yang me personally also um, like struggle not 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 struggling but more like need an improvement a lot because hard skill is easy to learn. Kayak ya udah semuanya udah ada rulesnya gitu dan 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 hmm. dia dan dia tidak dyna, dan dia tidak dinamis. Uh, tapi kalau soft skill tuh dia lebih dinamis karena kayak uh, you face people, kita nggak tahu people personality kayak gimana, how to communicate with them, what might offend them, what what might not offend mm. them. Uh, that's one thing. Mm. Then, setelah itu kayak, I think this is also uh, related to boundaries kan, kayak gimana caranya kita put put boundaries between between the relationship uh, only work and friendship. Like for example, me and Helen now, kayak mm. kita 
kayak we got two role kayak I'm the client Helen Helen is the account manager and then um, at the same time we're also friends we also talk about anything related mm. to tech work gitu then I think that's yeah. that's how the boundaries plays the role um, what mm. I want to know from you is like uh, to me sometimes the boundaries get blur like it it, it just mm. um, gimana ya agak susah dan kadang suka bingung kayak hmm, gue tanya nggak ya tapi takutnya terlalu personal hmm, gue kayak, uh... kayak kayak gitu gitu nah tapi kalau what about you kayak I mean what are some strategies for you to set like clear boundaries between between work and personal life in general relationship is it I don't know like friendship uh, colleague classmate whatever ah uh, okay very interesting question <laughs> Um, honestly, yeah. Since I'm in Singapore, mm-hmm. and um, actually, most of my closest friends at the moment, I met them through work, or they are currently my yeah. current colleagues. So, um, it's it's really relevant for me, like how they are they are my closest friend, and they're also my colleague. So, how do I? work with them right i think in general um thankfully i think it's also because of the culture of the company they are quite um chill like okay. in the sense that they they understand that work is work but friends are still friends like for example i wouldn't i think me and all my teammates as well wouldn't discount or treat differently just because you're my friend once we are in the office setting once we are in the office setting or we are in the meeting room every everyone is equal like everyone is have yeah. the same goal which yeah. is to um make the team successful and we all work towards that together and um thankfully there is no such thing as like um ugly stuff like office politics or those kind of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my team mm-hmm. which is which is I'm very grateful for um all my teams that I worked before the the people are really nice and also right um I think I also resonance a lot with what you mentioned just now like uh sometimes we are worried right like oh yeah. maybe is it will okay will they think differently after I'm saying this after I'm being direct or this kind of stuff and actually i am a very direct person like i don't sometimes i don't pause at all like i can point out someone's mistake in a big big meeting and okay. i don't feel a thing <laughs> i don't feel a thing <laughs> so I, how I do you communicate worried, that like, how, how do you address like gimana cara addressnya like, okay being direct is one thing but how do you hmm. wrap it up To, to, to talk with them that pointed out that hey this is your mistake hmm. so I think this is something that I, I'm still learning as well mm-hmm. like um, it's not a bad thing to point out other people's mistakes yeah. Yeah. but there is there is a better way of saying it saying it yes like, there's a better way yeah mm, yeah there's a better way of saying it maybe like hey um, thank you for your work like acknowledge their work mm-hmm. hard work first 
um, thank you for sharing this or um, hey, it's really insightful. Um, however, what do you think about this one? Because you didn't, um, you didn't cover this or um, maybe like, have you ever came across this resource about this one? Because this resource says differently, this kind of stuff. Yeah, I think that's something that I'm trying to practice more now. Yeah, okay. And actually, um, when I was in Shopee, right, I brought up this uh, topic with my manager before, like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm afraid I'm, I'm being too direct with my teammates and they will feel offended. And then, you know, like, even until now, I still remember this happened like years back. And then she said something like, oh, um, there is nothing wrong for you to be direct. And if... Oh ever if ever she or he took it personally it's not your problem it's their problem because is it in the like professional setting and why do you um keep it personally you know yeah yeah so ever since then ever since then um i become um less care about what people thinks but yeah on the other hand i can do my part on saying it in a nicer way that's right okay so okay the the takeaways is like it's okay to be direct but be mindful when saying it yeah um yeah you validate first of what what that people's or or that person's doing like thanking them but then asserting like hey you might be wrong no 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 so that's a very Mm. nice um that's a very nice thing to know because like i think uh in in my personal experience sometimes people treat other people differently because they're friends uh they just simply like oh okay made a mistake we just kind of brush it off because they're my friend so we don't want to attack them but we Mm. we, we don't want to tell them or we just like we, we might get afraid to hurt that that person's or that, that people's feeling because we are because I don't know we're friends and then afraid to losing friends maybe that's also happened mm. like that's the, that's the real struggle I think because it also happened to me like yeah. I have I have this one colleague we're like really close we talk we talk uh about work sometimes about other stuff uh, every day on the on the slack channel at work uh but then uh i i i spot out that oh, okay she made a mistake she missed something but then i got like hmm, should i mm. tell her this even though i know mm. even though i mm. know that it's okay to be direct and it's okay to tell her we should i mean i should tell her that's my responsibility because because yeah. if i don't tell her she would repeat the same mistake over and over again and as, as a good if I'm a good yeah. friend, I would tell her so she could improve. But sometimes yes. the communicate, how to communicate, that's that's the that's the hard part of it, you know? Like Yeah. When, yeah, when, agree. When, yeah, what you said about validate first and then pointed out the mistake, pointed out the, the issues, that's very strong message and there's a very great that's a very great hack, there's a very great tips. And regarding mm. like um about everyone is understanding that outside of work we're friends but at work we're equal that's also something uh i think like you would you you have such an yeah such a fortunate work uh environment because 
again, this is not something that's happening in all yeah. organizations. Yeah, sometimes it just goes different, different, differently. So, yeah. um, if, for example, you are not placed in Google, you were not placed in Google, you might be placed in some other organization that the dynamic is so much different from what you have now. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think what are like the effective, effective way to set boundaries, to set the boundaries between those people at work with us as a personal individual in work environment? Like how, how, how do you think is, what do you think is the best way to, to put the boundaries, to set the boundaries? Um, let me think, because I, I, I don't think I'm the, I'm at the best place to answer because I don't have any experience. Mm -hmm. um, working in Indo, maybe the Indo culture is really different. That's what my friends yeah. told me. We've been working mm. since you graduated in Singapore, yeah? Yeah, and um, I think, right, in general, people say working in Indonesia or in Jakarta, uh, we are, like, Indonesians are known as, like, people first. People first, um, definitely. Community, right? right? Yes. Yeah, like, like people come first, work people comes later. Yeah. But in Singapore, it's, like, work number one okay <laughs> number one people come later and i think that's that's also the way i'm being shaped now so mm, okay if ever if ever i i need to move back to indo probably i also will struggle a lot with the okay. culture yeah mm, but to your question do you have any real real life example, Nadia? So maybe I will I can imagine if it happens mm -hmm. to me, what would I do? Yeah, so I was once in a in in, in our organization where uh the, the tagline is we are a family. That's the tagline. To be very honest though, <laughs> to anyone who hey. listen, I don't agree with the tagline <laughs> that you have to treat your a colleague as a family i think wait wait that that's like a red flag for me yeah <laughs> me too like because there is no boundaries then i mean like you are there to work you have your own family you have your own friends mm. it's okay to be friends yeah. with colleague but if you if you're thinking like we're family no 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 i don't think that's gonna gonna do anything yeah because, yeah that's, that's a red, the, a red flag yeah that's where the boundaries get blur or maybe there's no boundaries at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I yeah um, I want, oh, I want... okay okay mm -hmm. understand mm -hmm. understand i think um it there's no like immediate action that uh okay one day i, I have like a very clear boundaries about work mm -hmm. and life but i think it's something that you nurture little by little that you mm -hmm. grow the boundaries in you because 
like just take an example recently what happened to the tech industry right yeah. they lay off people thousands of people around the world mm -hmm. and google was also one of the impacted company yeah my company so too. yeah so actually it it's kind of um hit me in the face and mm. got me got me reflect on life and at work mm -hmm. um a lot because by the end of the day um i'm not i'm not i'm not like uh, nyalahin mereka i know where they're coming from why the cut is necessary yeah and um i agree on that like it is necessary for the um the future of the company but what's for you as the employee right it means that nothing is permanent yeah totally everything totally. is temporary temporary yeah. and it's and work it's not family it's work there is no firing in yes. family there is no layoff in family but it's work i think if exactly yeah if you have the mindset oh my work is my family and then you got let off which you which at the same time understandable why the company do the layoff you will take it personally and then you you get really sad maybe you it caused you to be depressed like you know like oh what, what did they let me off they maybe they don't like me no 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 where actually the real reason yeah. is because they are draining in terms of money and they need to do some strategy like i said like that's why yeah. like boundaries is really mm. really important mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Like um let me share you a quote or a saying by my yeah. manager when this layoff thing happened, right? Mm -hmm. Um actually it's my manager's manager, so it's like the okay. SEA lead. Yeah. So she's she said that um I know it's a tough moment for everyone. Mm -hmm. And her recommendation was to for everyone to reflect on what we really want in life. And I really appreciate that in the in the way that she looked at us as like people, not just resources yeah. because if she just want to look at the benefit from the company's point of view like it will be a defensive mode like hey, uh, don't worry, you're safe or blah 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 but she didn't say any of that she say like think about yourself first and what's best for you and then she also mentioned um from you can also think about investing on yourself more meaning learn things outside work that yeah. you will bring for the rest of your life because nothing is as i mentioned like nothing is permanent that's what oh. she said this is this is a very strong and really like meaningful quote because i think i think the struggle for us as a human being is to really think what do we really want we might think that we know what we want but actually no i have had a recent experience about this that like i was like thinking oh i want this i want this i want that but actually this just like some shallow need but what what i actually want like for example in a workplace where 
I can be clear what are the red flags and green flags, which also, which then tie to the boundaries I will have with myself to work. That's what I don't have. That's what I did not have. And then when 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 mm. I think when I think clearly, like okay, what is it that I want? What kind of people uh, at work that I want to be close with? Maybe be friends. Mm. What mm. are the topics that I think? Because sometimes it happens, right? You're just not talking about work. Sometimes you talk about personal stuff. Because why? Because you work Monday to Friday, 9 to 6 p.m. Every, like, you know, like every day, 9 to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday. That's almost what? Like 80% of your week. Yeah. 80% yeah. Of, your, of your life there. So it's, uh, it happens sometimes that you talk about personal stuff. And, but to really know what I want, what I don't want, which also then reflecting what I would do, what I would say to people, that's something that actually could happen when you really take your time and really take mm. your time, meaning there is no distraction. Because like, I think I, I don't blame people who doesn't know about this because like I, I haven't known about this for a long time, but when I have mm. the time, like for, I also got let off from my previous previous company at that like in, in the beginning of COVID uh, happened like it and then I, I've got no job and then I took a pause just kind of like slowing down like okay mm. I feel sad but what is it that I want like what kind of company that I want to be in like what kind of mm. um, environment that I want to be in like what can what 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 can I do better uh, previously and, and then I felt really betrayed like why is the company let me off that that, that that was the company where the tagline is we are family <laughs> that's, mm. that's where I learned <laughs> boundaries like so yeah uh, what your manager manager said is very strong and it's actually very nice to have some mm. you know, some kind of like a mentor to say those things even though yeah and, you know, she acknowledged that this is a hard moment for everyone, even for her, because maybe she involved to who get let off to, who, who, who he has exactly. to, you know, if, yeah, if, we're, if we're talking, if we're talking about like the boundaries, like what, what do you think is like, what, what, what are the benefits of having clear boundaries in place, you think? What, what's the benefit? Of yeah, that? honestly, I feel that my life is happier <laughs> Good. because it's it's like a lot of how to say like immediate effect there's yeah. a chain there's a chain of um, effect from having boundaries to happier life um i think definitely when you have that um time really detach from work be it yeah. maybe you're taking a holiday like two weeks holiday or even on the weekends when you don't work you don't touch or think about work at all it's and and you because of that you can at least for me i can invest my time on other things that's really benefited myself for example, I like to exercise, so I do cycling or walk climbing. 
Mm-hmm. And then I also uh, learn new things outside of work. For example, currently the one that I'm um, trying to learn is uh, JavaScript. Oh, and okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing this for about a month now. Like every weekend, I will take one, two hours of my Sundays to mm-hmm. learn online. It's like mm-hmm. a completely self-learned. So it's just like a free mm-hmm. online course that I found in Google and then I'll just do it. And, you know, I think it gives me like the sense of achievement more than what I feel in work. I don't know. I don't know how to explain, but yeah, I, I think if I learn something new outside work, it's like... It it give it gives the spark and motivation and like happiness. Yeah, you know? yeah, I understand. Like because I think when when you build another kind of like we can like call it life outside of work, you have another thing in your head to be excited for, which is not yeah. only about work. So you you have some part in your brain that like, oh, there is some, there is another thing that could make me happy, that could make me feel productive, because when you feel productive, when you, when you learn something, that makes you happy, actually, like, to, to make it really, yes. simple, yeah? uh, being productive, yes. like, as simple as maybe you like to, I don't know, clean your place, for example, and then you clean, yeah. feel so happy, and then you kind of, yeah, happen yeah. at work, maybe, agree, you have a hard time, agree, so doing yeah, something yeah. like learning JavaScript, I, I could imagine that 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 must be like really intense uh, learning. And it's just so, something like, uh, oh, OK, uh, I learned this. Maybe at the beginning you're like, mm, OK, this is really hard. But then you kind of like doing doing it like step by step. And then it grows. Mm. In your, it grows in your brain that somehow yeah. gives you some dopamine effect or serotonin effect i don't know what was the, what's the like me- medical name of it but i i i learned few few times about dopamine and serotonin and how it works so when you actually do something you move yourself you move i don't know from from one room to to your course mm. maybe or even if it's online you move from your couch in front of your tv watching netflix to your work desk for example that's some sort of like a movement that you need to keep yourself active and actually you are telling your body and your mind that I'm doing something my life mm. is very like like some variety of life that I'm doing mm. yeah and yeah. you feel like oh um I'm useful I know this thing mm. it was, it, I totally yeah. agree with you it's always nice to learn something uh, so yeah. about that, so you mentioned you do it on the weekend, right? So weekdays you work and then weekend you learn, you have your course. So how do you manage your time management and productivity? Like what are some effective time management strategies for balancing work and personal responsibility? Mm. Um. That's a very good question. <laughs> I think um, for me, the I, I don't think I have like a 
secret recipe or anything, but I use Google Calendar a lot, like okay. a lot. I I utilize it a lot. Okay. So for example, just just for um usually after work, I would either play tennis or walk go walk climbing, and then I will block the calendar. And mm. thankfully, people people in the office and and I use my work calendar so everybody can see that I'm actually going for tennis or whatever. Mm. So thankfully, people in the office are actually very respectful of your time. So mm. if they see something like outside work or anything like that, they will not schedule anything near that timing. And mm, okay. um. And you know, like one thing that I actually um, learned during during this habit of having a calendar, right? Mm -hmm. you, for example, you have like 10 tasks to do and you want to do it within two hours and then you block it on your calendar for two hours. You will feel super focused, at least for me. You will feel super focused because I know um after this i need to do another thing like whether it's like outside yeah. work something fun, you make, an or another meeting. make a list yeah make a list and just block your calendar turn off notification oh this is also another tip because for me i get distracted a lot with my phone <laughs> so every time i go to the office and usually usually i will turn off the notification on my phone personal phone mm. yeah I see. So turn off the notification and then make a, a to-do list and block the calendar to make you super focused yeah. and manage your time. Yes. I think it's also yeah. a very like simple yet strong mechanism uh, because like we human tend to forget. I always forget what, okay, what can I do? What I have to do now? Like I got really like forget. Mm. Yeah. To me, I use Notion. Uh, I use Notion to ah. my to-do list. Uh, but I also use a calendar because sometimes, um, I don't know, I, I do both. <laughs> I do both. <laughs> because like sometimes yeah. I snooze my calendar notifications. I don't know why. I just snooze it. Like I know that I have to mm. do this. I just, I don't know. It's some sort of like a habit. Maybe I snooze my calendar notifications, and then I take a look on my Notion um, uh -huh. because Notion has no notifications. Uh, so I take a look. Okay, what 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 I have to do now? What can I do? I I, I make some lists, and then I I do checklists when I'm when I done the 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 list, and and then I I I, I look back on my calendar. Like oh okay, in in two hours, for example, I have to do this thing. Okay, so these tasks have to do two hours. So I think like Fault Squad, you guys need to find your own way how to manage your time. Like what are the strategies? Simplest way is like Helen, just put everything on yeah. your calendar or your phone calendar or whatever calendar you have. Uh, to yeah. me, Notion and calendar is double. Maybe for any other people, like I have, I have friends that do the least what uh, she has to do uh, she wrote she she wrote it in in a paper put it on the fridge mm. net mm. yeah so every time yeah, but i think yeah sorry continue Nadira. okay yeah so every time she got uh forgot she forgot what what to do she just go to the fridge 
and then and then <laughs> do something. That's when she's home. But when she's not home, she create some sort of like a notes on her phone, screenshot, uh, and then put it as a wallpaper. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. But you know, like we we kind of see the common trends here, right? People make lists most of the People time. People make lists, yeah. and and you yeah, and actually when your phone what you use your phone to make list ah yes correct and when i first learned about this tip it was mm -hmm. from my colleague back in shopee okay so i was at that point of time i was so stressed with the amount of work i do i have on my plate mm -hmm. and then she told me like hey try to make a list and every time you finish something, you cross it out because actually it gives the sense of complete, like you are completing something, like you yeah. are crossing one thing out of the list and you feel productive. And this thing also supported by another colleague that I recently learned from him. So what he, what he does on daily basis is that he would put the easy task first in the beginning of the day. So mm. he will cross it very fast. He would cross it like very that. fast, maybe like 15, yeah. 15, 30 minutes. He, he would cross the, the first list, right? So this will bring, like this will create the momentum that, oh, I'm productive. And then she would be in, the, in that zone of productivity right. and he would work very fast very fast for the rest of the day it in it yeah. encouraged him to do more and more yeah he feels unproductive yes. that's a very like effective yes. way to minimize like uh, distractions and and to just kind of like help yourself to be in the mood to be productive to do mm. your yeah right? and i think we, because we all we all have that right you definitely yeah, have experienced totally. that before when you oh my god so productive i'm so productive i finished a lot of things and you feel great about it but going there is difficult but once you are there it's just flow naturally yeah, well, totally that's super nice that's super super good i mean like thank you for sharing this it's also for myself because sometimes like i i have i have this like anxiety and so when when i have so many tasks to do i you know mm -hmm. my brain is always like oh my god i have to do a b c it's so hard it's so this this this, mm. this. i just it just killed the mood so i ended up not doing anything <laughs> i ended yeah. up not doing anything. I know. yeah and i just like and then i feel bad because i'm not productive at that time and uh even sometimes like to make a list is i got really lazy oh my god i'm, I'm super lazy and then I, I talk about this with my therapist and therapist, my, my therapist said something like tells me something that I want to share here also that when you make a list, actually you are telling your brain uh, that you just kind of make your brain conscious that you have those things to do. And it actually also really some burden that you think you have to do things, you put it in writing. And then so it just feels less burdening and you feel mm. like regardless, regardless of you ended up doing it or not, like for the first step, you make a list. So you make the 
abstract become concrete, which is, you know, your, your task. Yeah. And then after that, like Helen said, you prioritize based on the difficulty. Uh, you put what's easy first to just make you be in the mood. And then mm. once you get into it, you can do the hard task because you are already in the mood. It's like you're already mm. in the room. So you got to play along with it. It just goes smoothly. And, and usually, usually like for, from, from my experience, when I do the like very short time, like very easy task, and then it made me in the mood. And then I started to do the difficult task. It actually not as hard as I thought. Yeah, it's, it's all much more simpler. It's all in the mind. Yeah, it's all in the mind. Evil. Exactly. <laughs> so to conquer that, you make a list and then do something that is easy. It takes less than thirty minutes. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Like, and then it will make you. Yeah. Win. That's that's very nice. So. Those are like the tools we got, Google Calendar, the techniques, we short things, um, prioritization from the easy from the uh, to the hard to maximize the productivity. That's very, very powerful. And so I want to also talk about like mindfulness and self-care because we've been talking like how like to put boundaries and then how to do manage our time and productivity um so we're talking if we were talking about work-life balance right and then uh it requires some mindfulness like like you said on the weekend you just do course and then you feel good that's work-life balance because you can learn you can also work during the day so why do you think mindfulness is important to achieving work-life balance? Mm. Mindfulness. I think in general, um, mm. not just related to work-life balance, but yeah. in general, I feel people really need time to reflect once in a while. Mm. Maybe not every day because not it takes so much time. <laughs> 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 Maybe like every month, every month cadence like or every quarter like you okay so this is something that i haven't done yet but i know a lot of my friends is doing which is journaling so journaling. they would journaling yeah so they would write what are the things they are grateful for and what are the things that maybe you can do differently i think if you search on google there are a lot of tips and um like steps on how to do journaling yeah um i do kind of similar but not in a very um regular manner it's just that i'm, I'm very aware of my feeling i think i'm okay. i'm not sensitive with with outsiders um talks out, mm -hmm. outsiders opinion or anything like that but i'm very sensitive with my own feeling like if i feel stressed i know for sure immediately like i'm stressed i know oh, wow. and uh yeah i think i'm very um self-aware i don't know i don't know whether i have mentioned this to you nadira but i'm very apa ya bahasa indonesianya um 
kayak sensitif aja gitu misalkan dulu deh pas masih kecil kalau misalkan orang sakit demam ya yeah. uh, maybe maybe if I'm just like 38 degrees I will already complains a lot to my parents but mm-hmm. for my brother not until he go to 40 degrees Celsius and then he would say it to my mom but I always mm-hmm. like express express the feeling and I know so I know that I'm not feeling comfortable or I'm feeling stressed this kind of stuff jadi um, I think um, I I'm not too sure why or how did I get here. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's like the the gift I have since <laughs> I was little. Nice. Jadi kalau misalkan, jadi kalau misalkan I'm stress, pasti gue tuh udah komplain ke teman-teman gue atau kayak I cerita mm-hmm. ke parents. Um, yeah, I think it's. very important to be aware of yourself um, maybe like you can talk to your friends and most of the time your friends will give a new perspective yeah like don't try to solve everything on your own your own yeah um yeah right. i think i rely a lot to my closest friends see, especially when i'm living here alone right mm-hmm. there's no family So my my family is my closest friend here. Yeah. Mm, okay. But do you think like you mentioned you mentioned you you're, you're very sensitive about your feelings. Do, do you think that it's because it's connected to your body because mind and body usually they get connected like do you feel some um like sensation in your body when you feel something? Do you feel it? Mm, sensation I like think when, when you're stressed when you're stressed maybe like you get trembling mind uh, uh, your, your hand got trembling or you, you feel stomachache oh uh, I think <laughs> right 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 for me itu jadi susah tidur so ah, I really like to yeah I really like to sleep ah. like I, I sleep eight hours a day And even on weekends, I always take nap. Like I sleep a lot. Tapi kalau misalkan lagi, sorry, human cat, human cat, cat sleep a lot. Iya, 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 iya banget, banget. And and it's it's my priority. Like I can tell anyone, sleep is my priority. Like if they plan something very late and then the next morning I need to wake up early, then I will cancel. You know, like I need my sleep. You're very mindful. Yeah, jadi when with with your sleep. Mm, soalnya, soalnya kalau gua kurang tidur tuh bawaannya jadi bete the next day. Betul, cranky ya. Yeah, aduh, iya yeah, cranky banget. <laughs> cranky banget. Okay. Yeah, jadi um, kalau lagi stres itu biasanya gua ini jadi suka kebangun. pagi-pagi gitu jam 6 gitu bisa tiba-tiba kebangun sendiri. Tapi panik atau deg-degan gitu enggak? Enggak sih. Enggak. Okay. Cuman I think my mind is very active when I'm stressed. Misalkan about work ya. Uh, jadi even though I'm already kayak lying down on my bed, mm-hmm. 
terus trying to sleep like everything is dark udah nggak pegang HP udah mau tidur nih tapi my mind is very active gitu jadi kayak balik lagi mikirin oh besok gue mesti ngapain ya gue mesti gini 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 di kantor bla 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 hmm. jadi bawaannya jadi nggak bisa tidur terus tidurnya nggak nyenyak gitu sih itu okay. my signs oke okay. yeah. oke okay, jadi being mindful by observing what happened in your mind and body because if you're if you're not mindful then you just lose your work life balance because like friday uh, sorry monday to friday you got really tired with work so slam with work but if you're like really stressed and then you're not being mindful then you're also losing your free time because you're being cranky because your mind cannot stop thinking um yeah your sleep got disturbed you got insomnia you, you woke up in the middle of the night you woke up earlier than usual and then you sleep again well, that, that's that's um that's one thing for, for me like when like mindfulness is important to achieve work-life balance because it gives you peace right being mindful give you peace uh you just like you said If there is an event that requires you to attend until late night, that you know that it will make you sleep less in in mm. in that night, you will cancel. That's being mindful because you know because you know that having less sleep will make you feel really cranky the whole day after <laughs> the next day. Yeah, and then yes. you're losing yes. your work-life balance because your life seems to be disturbed with your crankiness because you're doesn't sleep enough okay that's that's mm. cool that's cool terus yeah. um biasa like biasanya okay biasanya pasti ada self-care dong when when you when you 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 work in google you manage 55 clients oh my god i even to imagine it give me headache like what what's the self-care you have um self-care self-care practices that i don't know that you incorporate into your daily lives biasanya ngapain tapi ini bukan tentang you take course no ya kayak i don't know maybe you read book uh-huh. maybe you i don't know watch netflix or whatever what what do you usually do for i say i think um i'm i'm the type of person who get happiness from simple things okay jadi <laughs> jadi my i, I get I get excited with hal-hal yang penting misalkan oh makanan di Google hari ini enak lunchnya ada mie ayam gitu terus kayak I will feel so excited about it and I will feel happy about it so I think food definitely and my standard of food is very it's very low like I, I don't I thought very high really No, no, my standard of food is really low. Like, I don't go for uh, whatever Michelin star or fine dining. I don't like those kind of thing. I okay. mean, once in a while, of course, I like. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tapi, even for, misalkan di Singapura tuh ada um, ayam penyet, gitu. Oh. Atau kayak uh, nasi padang. Oh my mm-hmm. God, it's, it's like something that I look forward to. Misalkan gue udah plan nih, oh, besok gue mau ke sini. Terus gue abis itu mau makan ini. That's something that gets me excited and tofu just like grateful. Tofu mofo, tofu mofo, tofu mofo, tofu mofo. Ah, mofo tofu. Mofo tofu. Oh my god, Singapore. 
Oh, like now I'm hungry. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's so good. So pot squad, if you're not from Singapore, uh, and if you're not really familiar with the uh, Southeast Asian dish, if you go to Singapore, please eat mopu tofu. Mopu tofu. <laughs> mopu tofu, yeah. Yeah, terus aja okay. dan that um ini uh, I think I found um I found out that talking with my friends and my colleagues um really helps. Connecting. Especially with co- yeah, with with colleagues yeah. Um colleagues itu kayak I feel we are on the same boat gitu. We have similar challenges at work. And then it's just so relatable. Whatever um, problem we share, they can understand, you know, and even maybe they can um, give suggestions, which is mm-hmm. which most of the time is very relevant because they know in the context very, very well, right? And then uh, gossips. <laughs> and then what? And gossips. 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 <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I I get it's like a distress for me to gossip. I I know gossip's connotation is a bit negative, right? But yeah, you maybe know, I I, I I I maybe it's like sharing personal experience, like maybe talking about our ex boyfriend, for example, or mm. talking about um of that someone used to be our friend, for example. <laughs> Something yeah, like I think it's 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 like the how to say like that you feel people are empathetic about mm. what you are experiencing and they acknowledge that you are in a you're you're experiencing challenges or problems, right? So you feel like they care. They really care about you. And you know, I I read a a book before about about mm-hmm. it, it the book is called sapiens sapiens okay with, tell me about yeah, it sapiens mm-hmm. you found noah's harari so this book tell tell us that uh gossip is actually played a significant role in terms of human development like oh. long time ago thousand years ago thousand years ago Why? Mm-hmm. Because it separates us, the the Homo sapiens, from the animals, <laughs> from oh, the pri- from the from the primate, because we talk to each other. But yeah. animals also talk to each other. If you know, like bees, they 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 can communicate very well with all the dancing and stuff. But but humans, we talk more. We share gossip, which can be truth or can be not true. But because of all these, right, you feel the sense of belonging and the sense of camaraderie. Like, oh, we are in yeah. this together, or like, I feel you, you feel me, and then we become very close. And yeah, I, I think I I really agree on that. Like, we need that community. That's super interesting. I didn't know that. Like. What was the book again? Sapiens. Sapiens. Okay, I will put like it. Like Homo that. Sapiens. 
Homo sapiens. Okay, I'll put it in the podcast uh, description so people maybe can uh, take a look and read about it. Thank you. That's that's super, super, super mm. interesting. Um, okay, so self-care for you is um, connecting with people and food. Mm. What about yes. exercise? You, you mentioned that you do exercise. You do cycling, climbing. What, what about that? Mm. Definitely, exercise is also a big part of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think we do it for um, like the weekend. So I do wall climbing every week. Mm-hmm. Tennis also once a week, and cycling also once a week or twice a week. Um, I think back it's also related with the meeting people because this when I do this kind of exercise, I meet my friends. Mm-hmm. So it's not just exercise, but it's also a, a place for me to socialize. Mm. And um, I think it's a place to socialize. It's a medium to socialize, but elevated. Elevated in the sense that when you're exercise, right, you are releasing all those um, mm-hmm. chemicals that makes you feel yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, and on top of that, mindset. yeah, yeah, and on top of that, you're you're talking with your friends. So I I really mm. enjoy it. Mm. I see. So you have mindset that um, I think I don't know. Like I think we need like we people we human being have to be like i don't know conscious enough that we are social creature we need to be in a group yeah in a circle we need other people that's why when you say that you, you do gossips or connecting with people you become happy because you feel connected like you can relate to people's story and then you feel like you have a group and then when you go somewhere cycling that's the community right that's the community there's a mm. cycling community um a wall climbing community and then you met new people and then you talk and then you somehow becoming a group of the community of doing the same things together it's the same like i i, I do salsa dancing every weekend and mm. uh, like uh, okay i'm 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 the person who uh like really you used to really i used to be really afraid to go out because i have social anxiety like i'm afraid that people will judge same. me yeah i'm afraid i have the same thing i have to yeah like uh I, i'm afraid people will judge me i'm afraid that i, I wear something ugly i wear uh, i i'm just like so many things in my head but then Again, like I, I, I go to therapy, I talk to my psychologist and then she said something like, go out, try something new. You will meet new people and then you'll feel happy. And then so mm. uh, I was like, no, I would not feel happy. I would feel devastated because the idea of meeting new people really scare me. Like, what if they judge me? No, 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 no. And then, okay, I did it after such a long session with her. I, I did, uh, I did try. And then turns out nobody is actually paying attention about you. They only care about themselves. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> what, the, what was the first activity, Nadira? The first activity for me was actually uh, attending a com like Jakarta community. Like J Jakarta has a community where you can meet new people uh, just to talk and you know hanging out. It was a total stranger. Oh. Yeah, you have no you have no idea how afraid I was. So to to go there, I bought myself a new pair of clothes, and then I have the mindset like, okay, this is an experiment. If it doesn't go well, whatever. But I tried. Okay, let's just face the fear, and. <laughs> and just go okay so i went mm. i went and it turned out to be really really amazing i met new friends i i now that if i go somewhere and i i, I see them it, it, it it's kind of like expanding my wings like oh my god no i know everyone in the city because they are all coming to the community like jakarta community I very nice like, I feel so alive. I feel I feel whole, you know, and the and then from that I got into the mood to keep going out, going out, going out. Uh, this is also related to what, what you said, like do do what is um just to, to be in the mood first and then once you once mm. you're there, you keep doing it. That's what I'm doing. So I do salsa dancing, I do like boxing, um mm. and have this circle of friends oh this is my boxing friends mm -mm, boxing multi friends oh uh, this is my salsa friends now I we, uh, we kind of like have a ritual after salsa we we go somewhere we eat we talk and then I just feel mm. like my life has new color you know and it's, it's not black and white anymore and yes I still feel afraid from time to time to go out but the feeling of accomplishment that I do something outside of work and and uh I do not just be at home alone watching Netflix I do watch Netflix alone from time to time too but I also mm. that makes me feel alive and happy that's the thing so I think the mindset yeah is to know that we are all social people and we need to go out we cannot stop doing something just because we are afraid of it so like pod squad we all need to do something like just find something new um exactly uh, what one thing, yeah yeah one thing is that maybe like um i got bored easily do, do you also get bored easily i mean like over something or you're the person who do one thing and then you like and then you keep doing like nurturing it doing it doing it doing it non-stop like how how is it for you ah uh... I see. Um, I think I actually my friend told me that I'm um, multipotentialized. So multipotentialized people means that they have a lot of interests, but they're mm -hmm. not an expert in any of them. That's me. I have a lot of interest, but I'm not a pro in anything. Mm -hmm. So, for example, like I mentioned that I cycle, I do tennis, I do mm -hmm. wall climbing. Those those are the things that I do regularly. But the one that I don't do regularly. Oh, there's another thing that I do regularly. It's not related to exercising, but it's like a pool, like billiard, playing billiard. Ah. So we have a table in Google 
office. So I I love playing that. I really like it. Oh. I think every every alternate days I will just find an afternoon and then ask my friend to join me play billiard for thirty minutes, this kind of stuff. And then other than that, I also do, for example, squash or hiking, or wow. yeah, I think it's maybe it's because also Singapore they they have this they design the city very well that you can do anything even though it's small right you can do a- anything like even the very niche activity if you google it there will be some place to do it and it's just mm-hmm. very accommodating like you want to do kayak there's something in the stadium mm-hmm. or in east coast park you want to do windsurfing there's also another place or wakeboarding those kind of stuff mm-hmm. so i like to try all these new things but i don't do everything like regularly so i think that's mm-hmm. okay. uh, what 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 makes me um feel not bored, bored i know yeah. a lot of people say living in singapore is bored but i think it's the it's just your state of mind like how do you want to make the most out of your life like yeah yeah if you if you you just want to complain yeah if you want to complain there's endless things to complain right but yeah sometimes you just have to think um like see what you can be grateful of um yeah i think not really like i don't i don't feel bored a lot of time but i also want to highlight here like every every person is different like if you look mm-hmm. at me and nadira maybe we have a lot of activities but i know some people prefer to do me time most me of the time, time. Yeah. and i think there there is not there's nothing wrong about that like yeah. even for me right two years back i'm a completely different person i stayed home all the time i stay home all the time yeah and it doesn't mean that i wasn't happy at that point of time i think it's just different stage of life like um, as you grow you have other things that you want to prioritize or if or or other things that you want to explore and Mm -hmm. yeah i think um it's just wait for the moment but if you feel like you are bored maybe try something new out of yeah. your comfort zone yeah. because we've been talking about like how stress at work and yeah. how do we uh, manage stress and all and eventually right when you go out of the comfort zone you will definitely feel stress that's like a done deal it's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it's it, it is the thing that comes with with it like going out yeah. of your comfort zone yeah. you will feel anxious and stress but if you think a little bit long term once you overcome that comfort zone like out of the comfort zone stress you will feel so accomplished and i think it's worth mm-hmm. all the stress and effort yeah wow that's the same like me too like few few years back i was a totally different person like i'm not the person who would be able to go out by myself now i do solo traveling <laughs> like it yeah i think i think the key is to try try things first and I have a friend that told me like Dira if you feel like you're afraid of failing you will not grow 
growing mm. failing no f- failing is part of growing he also told me that yeah. embrace the failure embrace it embrace it you might be feeling bad at that time but that feelings is not permanent you will feel better over time but at least you do something at least you try something at least you you prove yourself that you can do something new even if you're failing maybe you can relearn unlearn and then try again there is nothing wrong to try again there is nothing wrong to try new things it just it it makes you human you know like he also said something like really powerful to me like human needs to feel every emotions maybe we avoid feeling sad maybe we avoid to to cry we avoid to feeling like broken hearted or anything betrayed or anything but like actually when you feel those we can call it not so nice emotions that's when we grow because like yeah like what kelly Craxon said like what doesn't kill you make you stronger that's so true that's super true like yeah it sounds really maybe cringe but it's so true what doesn't kill you makes you stronger i know it's not easy it's not it's not it's not something that you can do okay i do it i failed okay no like like you can learn about the grieving process you grieve you you Mm. you feel the emotion you process the emotion you practice to regulate the emotion so that's Yeah. yeah that's something that i think uh people need to pay attention more on that thing so that we yes have the again work life balance like what's what's called life feel sad what's called life feel happy what's called life feel despair what's called life feel excitement those things could happen from the activities we do which is you try something new if you don't like to try something new yeah. keep doing what you're doing relearn unlearn and then keep improving but do not be afraid of failure it's just it's part of life it's easy to say it i know mm. it's easy to say it, really hard to to do but yeah that's that's the thing that i think everyone uh, needs to hear um okay next i want to talk about like um the flexibility of work that we have um like remote nowadays like since covid um i think every company has their own uh like uh work duties like you can work from anywhere just like my, my job i can work from anywhere most of the time i'm at home uh i don't know about google uh so do you think do you think there are the benefit of remote working and flexible scheduling uh when it comes to achieving work life balance what do you think about mm. that uh definitely i think of course it mm-hmm. plays a huge um difference yeah mm-hmm. a huge difference maybe not so much for our like us single people but if you think about it for those people who have family who have family, kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah, two yeah, kids yeah. in singapore and you know like singapore is a bit different than jakarta like people don't usually have a nanny or maid yeah. or helper mm-hmm. so i think it makes so so much different for example if you are a working mom and you need to bring your kids to school or you have like some family matters at home i think it makes such a huge difference right for them it's like huge huge 
like um they are more flexible they can do like they can maybe like start later but end later just yeah, yeah. flexibility mm-hmm. yeah but um i think also um for me personally because i prefer to go to the office and again it's because of yeah. the boundaries yeah. the very clear boundaries when you go to office and then after you after you are done with work in office you just go home and not touch the work anymore that's for me personally mm. i don't bring my laptop home every day so okay. i i left i will leave it in the office and yeah just stop thinking about work so it makes a huge difference for me mm-hmm. and actually honestly right when when we were fully work from home during the covid period it was a very tough period for me nadira like very very tough because i was back then i was still in shopee and there's a lot of work there were i had so much work and long hours so really there was not a clear boundary between work mm. and and wow. life because because um how to say like you wake up and then immediately go to the table and work yeah and same thing you finish work immediately go to your room and sleep that's that's yeah. not life that's like yeah. that's very sad it's like a, i don't know i think it was the toughest moment of my life like i don't feel motivated about work every day feels like the same thing all, all over again and i don't know when to stop because there are so much things to mm. do and mm. at the same time i don't have anything else to do outside work <laughs> because yeah. we we are not able we are not yeah. able to meet our friends we were not able to meet our friends we are not able to um go to the shopping mall or this kind of stuff yeah so yeah i think um and but at the same time when people now like some companies in singapore actually ask and oblige the employees to come back to the office full mm-hmm. time like five times a five times a week mm, i think some people are not very happy the fact that you need to commute also yeah, um it it takes time right and again like if you have family it's a bit more complicated and yeah i think I, i'm just very thankful that in google we are still have some kind of flexibility um even though i prefer to come to the office mm-hmm. but i think the fact that they let you decide makes a huge difference it's not yeah, like totally, totally. hey you need to come hey you need to come otherwise what what what, what? but without without them saying this i will come but if they say this i will feel like ah you know <laughs> yeah i know i know that's the psychology yeah that's the very first one like yeah it's this it's the psychology it's like the by choice or by rule you know <laughs> true 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 i think that's why like if we have rules people tend to break it because they just doesn't like to be controlled <laughs> yeah 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 to me like the benefits of remote work is more like i can use my because i live in jakarta right jakarta is 
amazingly traffic like amazingly jam mm. traffic is really really like crazy it's I, mm. I call it amazing to not making me feel like like forced like um it, it's just traffic is super amazing here and um it saved me a lot of time from commuting i could commute for like exactly minimum from my place to office is one and one and a half hour and sometimes wow. until two hours so i spend like three four hours just to be on, on the way first it's mm -hmm. really expensive in terms of my time and second it's also expensive in terms of cost because you know of uh, fuel, uh toll toll road and anything mm. chaos mm. and it's super mm. stressful so to me like work from home benefits me uh, from commuting that i can use the time to maybe take a walk and or jogging or maybe yeah book or i don't know maybe sleep a bit more <laughs> something like that and uh, yeah i think uh working from home uh also has some uh like not so cold benefit uh it has cons like sometimes I get lonely because I don't meet human being. Like I said, like we're social mm, mm. physically together to see people just to be social. Sometimes I feel lonely. And uh, but in terms of like on top of that, to achieve work-life balance, I usually that's why I sign up to so many courses to just get mm. kick, to, to kick myself out from home. I could be really yeah. attached to my home, like. I just want to watch Netflix, do nothing, eating and doing everything yeah. all alone by myself. But to achieving the work-life balance uh, while we're having a remote work is actually to, like you said, exercise. And maybe yeah, it's the same. My company also do the same thing. Like you're not obliged to go to office, but uh, yeah. it kind of like maybe really some burden of, oh, I have to go to office. The mindset is different. The mindset is, I, yeah, cannot, yeah. I cannot go to office. It's totally fine. That makes you feel like, okay, I want to go to office. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if we invite some psychologist, he or he could <laughs> more like psychological. Could explain. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, that's, I, I think that's what also everyone like have uh, experienced that when you are forced to do something, it feels twice or triple hard than it usually is but if you don't then it is just easier so yeah um, I agree yeah but like um I think it's also related to productivity when you work at office and when when, when you work at home like for example you are the person who likes to be uh, working in the office um uh and then stay productive but when when you are work, working from home, for example, you're, you're not working from office, maybe th there are days that you don't like to, you don't feel like to go to office, right? And how, how do you stay productive usually uh, when working from home? Or for example, when you were in Shopee and then uh, COVID hits, that you are forced to be mm -hmm. working at home, you, you wake up and then you go to the table and then you work. So your home equals your mm -hmm. workplace. How do you stay productive at that time? Mm, 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 mm. I think at that point of time, uh, the struggle is real, definitely. Mm -hmm. mm. Break, taking breaks really help. Like 
um, thankfully at that point of time, I was still living with my brother and one other housemate. So we would have like a short break, like a lunch break, and then we would order food together or mm. like buy food together. And then maybe like for one hour, we will watch some stupid show on Netflix mm-hmm. for lunch break. And then after that, we start working again. I think that's really helped, like knowing that, like refresh a little and then back to work. Um, another thing that I feel could be helpful is to have the space. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if your, your place has uh, this extra space for you to set up your work desk, the yeah. dedicated work desk I think that's also helped to set the boundaries like hey this is my work area and outside mm-hmm. here is my refreshing okay. area like distress yeah. and stuff I see. I see. yeah uh, and yeah I think just just have that discipline that after seven maximum stop working yeah, stop shut working. down your laptop and just like enjoy and relax because um there's another thing that i learned along my career life which is nobody's gonna die if you don't finish the task tonight <laughs> <laughs> like we are we are not that important especially at our level we are like the yeah. at the bottom of the food chain yeah what we do doesn't feel a thing for the <laughs> big company yeah like nobody's gonna die the, good mindset yeah if if you look at the bigger perspective like bigger view mm-hmm. your work is just like a small small thing in the very big organization yeah so I think yeah. that's called like detaching yourself and see things from pilot view. Like, mm, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so you feel less guilty if you're not maybe continue working or uh, if you're not, uh, if you just want to end at 7 p.m., for example. So mm. I, think, I think this this has been like a very nice conversation. Like, we talk uh, about work-life balance, uh, emotions, uh, how to do some, how to put some boundaries, how the effect, the effective way to talk to people to put our boundaries. That's just, it's been like a very nice, um, insightful conversation that I think it benefit for everyone because nowadays I think people get really confused, especially those who experience like. Uh, okay, we work from office and then work from home and then go back to office again and then stuff and then juggles. It's a big change in you in 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 human uh, existence. So I think this kind of like we can call those like what we were talking is the coping mechanism on how to do things, how to set boundaries. That those are coping mechanisms mm. from from releasing uh, from being stressed from being. Um, I know like burn out or anything and to actually how to communicate with people and how to stay productive when you're at home that's super 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 insightful mm. helen thank you so much i think uh we have wrapped up uh everything that we aim to talk today in this podcast and 
uh, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for all the tips. This has been really, really uh, insightful. And we are now being mindful too. We're being mindful to spread um, the mechanism on how to do things, to juggle act between work and life balance. It's, it's, it's so nice. And- uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you for inviting me, Nadira. It's such a pleasure to, it's my first time speaking in a podcast. Okay. It's the first time I have a friend who do podcasts. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe for your um for your listeners i would love to know like how do you find our conversation whether it's useful yeah. is there something new that you learn or if you are not agree with anything we said and you have your own argument yeah. we would love to hear that as well right yeah 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 so that's it for today's episode of I was thinking about this. We hope you enjoyed our conversation about the juggling act, work and life balance nowadays life, and that you found some valuable tips and insight to help you navigate this work and life balance. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. What topics would you like us to explore? We, uh, what guests would you like to hear from let us know by sending us a message on instagram at i was thinking about this or by leaving a review and your favorite podcast platform um this will support the podcast and maybe share this podcast to someone who you think might benefit from it well thank you pod squad have a great day ahead and i'll see you in the next episode bye bye, bye.